Uh, realities may vary. It's uh, wow. I am. I'm already shocked. Cody's working blue before the camera goes on. I'm Brian Noonan. That's Cody Goff or, or Andrew Dice Goff or whoever he is tonight. I don't know. Hi, Cody. You could say I blew myself. But you wouldn't. Hey, we got I, a big. Gonna... <laughs> we got a big show with many topics. So Do many. Brian did so many things. He binge watched documentaries, and you you're gonna hear about that whether you like it or not, and you will like it. He got duped by commercial hype. OMG, that's horrific. And he also had his last day of school, which probably was equally horrific. I, in a uh, break from every other week, have many news-related topics to talk wow, about. Wow, this is going to be exciting. It's very exciting. we got to get to the big Reddit blackout that is uh, sweeping the, well, incels of the internet. Uh, we got to talk about uh, un a little bit of sad news. Of course, um, today I found out that Cormac McCarthy, legendary author, great American novelist, passed away. Uh, That's very sad. I have some things to say about that. Um the new Legend of Zelda game is so good. You're all, frankly, lucky I'm here. Uh, but we probably won't talk much about that. Um, there wow. was also an arraignment and or an indictment. And I don't know what either of those words mean. And I'm not kidding. And uh, Diablo 3 made $666 million in the first few days after release. Sorry, Diablo 4. Uh, and it's funny because 666 is the devil's number. And Diablo is a game named that that's that whole story i have nothing else to say i didn't buy it and i'm not gonna play it uh so jesus the reason we're more a few minutes late than usual due to me as usual is kind of a funny story so last week or a week or two weeks ago my wife decided to start doing like a mini podcast with her sister which she's done in the past but she's kind of doing again oh. well last week i lent her my headphones um, now in my podcast closet where I am, I have, uh, I have a, what are these, what are these? It's a, I have Sony MDR 7506 professional headphones. They have a oh. very long cord. Like they could probably stretch to six feet. Um, <clears throat> it, it, it loops behind my monitor here in my studio and then up to my soundboard, which is above my head. So it's about uh, seven feet uh, in the air. Well, last week, uh, I wanted to make sure she had nice headphones. So I lent her my headphones. Uh, and then she decided that she wants to record at the same time that I record with Brian every week, which is fine. But I forgot that I lent her my oh, headphones. So I walked into the in my little podcast closet and I looked up and I'm like, oh, right. So I had to go interrupt her. She was just getting started. Get her get the headphones from her. Bring them back. I gave her like four pairs of e earbuds that I have. Um, so she'll be fine. And she's sitting at her laptop. So it's not an issue. But. Uh, I thought that was wow. uh, kind of an entertaining. What is their podcast? Realities don't vary. Uh, no, I don't actually know. It's it's it. They're not publishing it for a while. They're okay. they're going to record a bunch of episodes and then do some editing later that I might help with. Um, but it's literature related. It's a oh, literary. Fancy. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it, they've done. They used to do a show called. Um, oh God, they used to do a really cool show. I think it, the non-existent story. Um, and they would read excerpts of books that didn't exist that they had written to each other and then talk about what the full book might might be like. Um, it, it was it was fun. It was fun. I, I used to yeah. listen. We she recorded it in our, our apartment um, on over the Internet, of course. Wow. But, but yeah, I'm not sure. What this new... is a hotbed for content. It's a hotbed for content. Yeah, um, it's a hotbed for content. How's your, your son uh, have one? Does your son have one now? Uh, trains and trucks. 
He does not have a Trains and Trucks podcast, but he does he should produce. have a Trains and Trucks podcast. I'll yeah, co-host no, with him. He should. Well, he produces a lot of content. Yeah, right. Because he's not potty trained yet? Correct. Well, he actually, the other day, well, last weekend, he said, I'm going to go outside and pee in the yard. And we go, okay. And he ran outside and he stood there, like, you know, legs wide yeah, yeah. and his arms kind of out of his side. And he's just like, look down. And, you know, I'm like, you can aim that, you know. And he, he just didn't. Can I ask how, how peeing in the yard became a uh, an option or a thing? No, I don't know. I, he just knows? decided that's he knows the outdoors is one big toilet. I guess. All right. Did so, you? Where were any of your neighbors out in their yard when he decided to just go on natural? I don't know. I I, I just you know whatever. He's he's a little. I don't. He care. is little. I don't care. Right. When he gets it's, to be eighteen, that could be problematic. Could be, but I don't know the way society moves around. How is there's uh, not going to be a society left when he's eighteen? <laughs> Who are we kidding? It's we're we're in the end game now. This is a final phase. <clears throat> that's that's on a happier true. note. I think it's funny that he wants to go. I think it's funny that he would rather go outside to pee than actually use the bathroom, and you, which is right, you know, on the first floor, right off your kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he won't. Um, he won't <laughs> poop. Uh, he only will poop in his diaper. He, he, that's his comfort poop, I guess. You get him outside for that too. You'd you'd think. Maybe you could but, do that. Then it'd be like then it'd be like you had a dog. You'd have to go out and pick up. <laughs> you'd have to go pick up poop in the yard. Oh, do you guys have a dog? No, we have a toddler, and he's very. He's like Tarzan. He likes to be outdoors. He did. Uh, he he does. He did love my dad's pooper scooper when he used to clean up after when they had a dog. Oh, okay. So, well, this is it. This is exciting news. Yeah, you have a lot of money on toilet paper and uh, you know flushing your water bill will be lower because you won't be in there flushing the toilet mm -hmm. but you might want to follow him around with a hose because i don't know if if uh male urine is as bad for the grass as dog urine because we get burned spots in ours where the dogs go oh god you know it's been raining so much i think we'll be good yeah well, very listen. healthy grass what's your five minute check-in how are you I doing i have one i'm you? you know who knows it's i'm fine okay <laughs> <laughs> took the dogs for a bath today there you know lawson didn't want to come home i was shamed by the people at the uh at the groomer like oh i guess he doesn't want to go home with you i'm like fine you want to keep him mm. easy ass just stay right here but uh you know gidget came right out she was she was at the door before i could get her leash back on and he ran into the office and laid under the desk and i'm like you ungrateful pos get out here let's go you know, got to drag him out. That I think he's too lazy. He won't even put his front paws on the back of the car. I got to lift him up. Oh, boy. Man. So it's fine. And I grilled in the rain today, which was exciting. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. It was, you know. But yeah, another, uh, today is, today, uh, today's fine. Today's just a day, just another day. Just another All right. day on summer vacation. As Alice Cooper said, school's out for summer. School's out forever, you know. So I'm good. That's all. There's my check-in. Nothing. Nothing. I wish it was more jovial. But as I started to say it, I'm like, eh, nah. There's nothing really. You know, nothing really happening hmm. today. All right. Today, just today. Well, where do you want to start with? Uh... I, you have a lot of things on your plate, and I'm excited because it sounds like you might have watched the news or read the news or been exposed to the news. I know you don't. Uh, you don't know what a few things mean, so you can start with whatever you would like. I'm. I'm ceding the opening segment to you. Wow. 
Well, yeah, let's talk about, uh, well, real quick, um, real quick, uh, Cormac McCarthy. That was sad that he yeah. passed on. I, I actually found out because, so if you've been listening to Realities May Vary on your favorite podcast app, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or you should Correct. rate us five stars and leave a review if you want to tell Always. your um, if If you've been following, you'll know that um, I've been doing a book club with a handful of friends most of this year. Mm-hmm. We started with The Sound and the Fury by William Faulkner and then moved on to Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. Correct. And we just finished reading it like two, like two weeks ago, I think, was our last meeting. Now, did you finish reading it? Because last time we talked about it, you were you were a little behind. I was a little behind, but no, I was I was I was I mean, we we had all finished it by the by the last meeting. Nice. Um, phenomenal. Fascinating book. Very um, challenging in certain ways. The vocabulary is quite, quite extensive, um, but I, I'm struck by the range of his writing because The Road, which he also wrote, very famous book, Correct. made a movie out of that. The Road, um, very easy read, like more like Hemingway, like short sentences, um, a lot of white space on the pages, you know, a paragraph will be three words and then the next one. I like one. that. Yeah, there's no pictures. Mm. I can get by it. Uh, I can I can get by it if it's you know, if we don't have to worry about a lot of words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, both books horrifically bleak in their way, but beautiful. Like some of the most beautiful books I've ever read. Um, hard to describe, but anyway. Uh, so you know, uh, I just wanted to you know take a moment to say this is a big deal. Like he was, he really was like. Oh, yeah. One of the living legends of literature, really. Like one of the greatest American authors, I think, of the modern day. Let me ask you this after you have said that, which, and it is definitely a loss to the literary world, Cormac McCarthy's death. Which one hit you harder, Cormac McCarthy or the Iron Sheik? Oh, man. See, <sighs> or Treat Williams. I don't know who that is. All right. He's an actor. Okay. Been in a lot of stuff. I don't know. Okay. Like, like what? Dogma? No, he was in uh, Prince of the City was one of his biggest movies. He was in Hair. He's been a regular on a million TV shows. He was uh, most recently, you could see him on uh, Blue Bloods occasionally. But uh, yeah, he's been he's been around forever, done a lot of stuff. And uh, 71, he got hit. He was riding a motorcycle and he got hit by a car. Ugh. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck. So Cormac hit me and here's why. The my friends and I, so we've got this text group, and we, you know, we text links related to the book club and stuff, and and related to Carmen McCarthy, who was quite the character, personality wise. Yes, he didn't, he didn't really do interviews. He was pretty cantankerous. Uh, there was, I have to share in his in his memory one quote that my friends uh, that my friends sent, and uh, warning if you're listening with family that uh, that you probably don't want to. Uh, you probably you probably want to mute it because there is a there is a swear in it. A swear. But there is a swear. Watch out with your swears. Uh, Were you me? Yes. Uh, am I? Yes. It is. Basically, it was. So he's working. He was working on a script for Blood Meridian. Blood Meridian is a challenging book to like per, to produce in certain ways because it's like so um, descriptive about everything and and like the vistas. Like it, it's just hard to. It would be hard to do right. So um, what happened was he started writing a script very recently, and he, I think, was currently working on a script for Blood Meridian. Really? And, yeah, and so that is 
why part of why it kind of hits harder because it was just like it felt like it, if he just published like two new books, like new books in the last few years. I mean, the guy was still very active. Um, yeah. The Blood Meridian movie is being written by Cormac McCarthy. This is from a June 2nd article. So literally 10 days ago, the guy was working on it. Um, so uh, so that was just kind of sad. I'll have to find this quote, like kind of, kind of, here it is, here it is. People have tried to produce it before. James Franco has produced it. And this is just what I'll say that sums up Cormac McCarthy, who, who like wouldn't tell people what his books were about, basically. Actor <laughs> James, here we go, quote, I don't know what this is from, but it's a quote. Actor James Franco, who adapted Child of God, Mr. McCarthy's 1973 novel about a necrophiliac, uh, into an independent film that recently made its debut at the Toronto Film Festival, says Mr. McCarthy offered little guidance. Quote, he doesn't give any answers about his work, Mr. Franco said in an interview. When Mr. Franco called Mr. McCarthy and asked why he had written a book about such a repellent character, he was glib. He said verbatim, I don't know, James, probably some dumbass reason, Mr. Franco recalled. <laughs> I don't know, probably some dumbass <laughs> reason. Dumbass about reason. like, about like literate, like, <laughs> like incredible literature. McCarthy once said that he had like a dozen hobbies and writing wasn't even one of them. Uh, and the guy is like spat out like better literature than most authors can dream of. So that's just the guy. I just think he's great. I think it's cool that he was still active and he was going to aspire to do a Blood Meridian movie. It's a loss. And if you want a read, if you want a maybe easier read, check out The Road. Otherwise, Blood Meridian is, is uh, violent and dark, uh, but but worth it. So that's it. That's it. That. R.I.P. Rest in power. Yeah. The next book club we're doing is Brave New World by uh, Aldous Huxley. Oh. Yeah. Your wife has sent out an email. I'm still debating how to respond. Wanted to know if we want to do the Odyssey. Uh, it's not uh, the Odyssey. It's Ulysses. Ulysses, the Odyssey, the Iliad. They're all the same. It is very different. This is Tour James Greek. Joyce. Tour Greek. One is James Joyce. The, this this fall, my wife wants to do a James Joyce Ulysses book club, which is one of the most challenging books like ever written. So... That'll be interesting. So we're doing Brave New World for a light summer in between. There you go. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, sounds like a good time. Yeah. That's Let's talk better. about your life. You've got a lot going on. Well, I, yeah. I mean, what do we want to do? We want to start with what's happening in the world first? Because you said you you uh, you had some political stuff you wanted to talk about. Well, did you did you hear about uh, did you did you hear about the Reddit blackout? No. So I'm curious about that. All right, you know about Reddit. You I know, know about Reddit. I follow some, I, you know, I go on Reddit for the am I the a-hole stuff, uh, some different things. Yeah, it's good It's good fodder, good uh, discussion fodder for talk radio. Oh, you go on there. Okay. It is. And well, honestly, I go and I read it. You know, I, I don't post. There's good intel on there, too. Like, if you, if you look up, if you go on Google and you look for, like, deals or exercise plans uh, or, or salespeople are having or ways to i don't know get around things uh if you're having trouble like i like i got advice on the passport subreddit to try to expedite my daughter's passport oh right i remember that yeah yeah that's where i learned that you can contact your representative and they can contact a government agency to help expedite if you're having issues nice all right yeah. so reddit for uh you know it's got information it's got nudity it's got it all it does have all those things, uh, and it's uh, ranks very well in Google. Well, um, long story short, Reddit is now charging. Reddit saw what Twitter did. Twitter just did this, uh, and Reddit is yeah. 
here's the deal. Reddit and Twitter don't make any money. They have like a zillion people that visit the website. They don't make any money. Twitter didn't turn a profit till like a handful of years ago, right? Okay. Like it always operated at a loss. These, these companies are not, like Facebook makes money out the butt, right? So does Google. Twitter and Reddit for their hundreds of millions of users, they just don't. They just don't see the dough. So uh, Reddit is now charging third parties to use their API. Do you know what that means? No. So an API is essentially like, it essentially, this is, I'm not a coder or a programmer. So All right. Very dumbed down. But basically it means I can like pull data from your website, push requests to your website and like pull information and create something from it. So for example, have you ever used TweetDeck? TweetDeck, yes. I have. Right. So TweetDeck is basically Twitter, but it's not Twitter. You're not going right. to Twitter.com. You're on TweetDeck, but you can see all the tweets there and you can send tweets. That's using Twitter's API. Okay. It, it's third-party software that basically communicates with Twitter's servers so that you can essentially use the functions, basically. Okay. Um, the AP, so right now, if you're watching Realities May Vary on YouTube or Facebook, we're on a website called Restream, and Restream is able to use the API of those oh. sites to stream, right? Got it. So that's where you, you enter the information. You say, here, do, do, do Facebook, and Facebook says, cool, all right, we'll, like, broadcast your stuff because you're tapped into our API. Um, APIs are what power a huge part of the Internet because, like, websites have to communicate with each other. Sure. Um, so Reddit now wants to charge money for its API, and... Uh, like tens of millions of users or at least subreddits that have millions of users are all closing down in protest because they're really mad because there are a few, first of all, the Reddit mobile app sucks. It blows. I've it, never used the Reddit mobile. Oh, yes, I have. I was looking at something and it said, it said open in the app. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I was on my iPad and I was like, this sucks. It blows. So there's some other Reddit apps that are good, and it's basically like a tweet deck, but for Reddit. Like you, you download this other app, and you can use all of Reddit's functions. You can comment, you can read stuff, you can upvote and downvote. But it's a third-party app okay. because they could just use the API for free. Uh, well, Reddit said no, we're not doing that. So a couple developers that have like lived off of this basically uh, are have to close down the app. Wow. Yeah, Reddit users are pissed because, first of all, that sucks for the developers, but also it sucks for the Reddit users because the Reddit mobile app is garbage. As Mike right? says, hot garbage. Hot garbage, right? So, like, so everyone's mad. So Reddit is doing a blackout. So Reddit says, so um, so all these subreddits shut down, right? They're just, they just go black. Totally. And if you try to visit, it just says, hey, we're closed now due to protesting Reddit's new stupid policy. <laughs> So Reddit released a memo, an internal memo was leaked today God. to The Verge that said basically, hey, yeah, a bunch of Redditors are going to stop using the site for a couple days. Don't worry, it'll blow over. We haven't seen a big monetary loss yet. And now <laughs> millions of Redditors, or at least some big subreddits, are saying we're permanently going to remain closed until they undo this. Oh, and Reddit is saying, we're not going to undo this. So 
It's a standoff. It's a Mexican standoff. Well, I was going to say that, but I'm more uh, culturally sensitive. Is that not? I don't even. I I think it's probably. Listen, in this day and age, I'm not going to risk anything. I was going to say a Texican standoff because it's technical. That's a Ken. (laughs) I see you did there. You like that? That's better. I, I find it interesting. And I also think, here's what I think, Brian. I think after a few days without Reddit, a lot of people that usually spend time on there are going to look at their life and say, oh, my God, that's a hellhole. Why would I ever go I on there again? way too much time on there. It's like all the people who are on Twitter. I made the mistake this weekend of looking at Twitter more than normal because of uh, the indictments and stuff. And I just went, oh, God, why am I? Why? Why am I? No, this is not a place to get any sort of information. This is a horrible, horrible place. They're just, everything is a conspiracy. Everything is evil and hate-filled. There's nowhere on the internet except this, this, we're a safe harbor. We are. We're the only safe harbor on the internet. That's not fake news. That's, we don't have talking points. (laughs) We're just out here. We're just out here giving our uh, lukewarm takes. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. So these people who maybe they will, maybe maybe this will be the beginning of a great awakening and a cultural renaissance. Maybe people will read Cormac McCarthy this weekend instead of being on Reddit. Maybe people will have uh, intelligent discussion. I can't even say it. Can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> you I don't couldn't know what even happened. get through it. Couldn't even get through it. Couldn't. Could nah. It's not going to change anything. They're going to find some other. They're going to find some other horrible uh, website to go to, and you know dish their dirt yeah but where will where will all the uh where will all the naked people go well the actual porn sites um yeah reddit reddit's big with like exhibitionists and people or like amateur like you know right but you can do that on pornhub now or in other sites you can you can sign up for like an amateur account and like upload your own stuff Okay. only fans right like they had I to guess. do it to keep is that what the whole world is that how the whole world's making money except you and me or maybe just me i don't know what you do in your spare time <clears throat> see, see a lot of guys without heads maybe it's you no, I, i've never <laughs> been on only fans honest to god but um it seems like the whole world is is has it only everybody has an only fans account i don't know everybody on everybody only only fans what stop no stop no I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know. But anyway, I'm I'm I I deleted the Reddit mobile app a few weeks ago because I just I I just I I had occasionally open and browse and I'm just like it's just it just sucks here. People people there are worse than people on Twitter, Brian. It's hard to believe, but it's true. I mean, they're, they're, the 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 sites just get progressively worse up and yeah. down the dial. To to use a very outdated parlance. It's just horrible, horrifying. Yeah, I was, I wasn't. It there's a there's a chat room for podcasters called uh, Podcasters Unite that oh. I'm in. Okay, yeah, it's on Discord. It's it's whatever. There's some industry people on. There's journalists. It's like it's it's legit. Wow. It's not very active, but I'm on there. I check it out. Okay. Day. So this this woman comes barreling in today, and it's just like, <laughs> and it's just like, look what I found this podcast newsletter person doing. Uh, please feel free to jump in and tell them that what you're doing is wrong. So, so this guy is some independent dude who has a podcast, like discover podcasts newsletter. He, uh, he took, he took like, he copied him. He basically made a podcast album artwork for a bunch of popular shows oh. using AI. Okay. So 
he just tweeted like, oh, here's what AI thinks your logo should be. And then he, you know, it's like Freakonomics and 99% Invisible and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a cute, stupid thread. Like the, the artwork, some of it's kind of interesting. Most of it's ugly. None of it would work well as album artwork. It just wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> it's like, fine. It's a cute little thing. So she's yeah. like, she's like, he's using copyrighted, he's uploading copyrighted oh, material God. to this AI to generate. And I'm just like, and I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, where does it, where does it say that he's uploading other people's podcast artwork to create these images? Right. And, and so then she quotes the tweet, which just says like, basically I asked AI to like make these images. And I was like, okay, that doesn't mean that he uploaded. So uh -uh. I go to the website. It's an AI, it's an AI art generator based on, uh, text input. So he didn't upload shite. He couldn't have. It's no, not, it's so, just words. <laughs> and so I was like, I sent a screenshot and I was like, you literally can't upload pictures. Like this is. I he, love that you're getting involved. I love that you're going after somebody. Well. Engaging the trolls. I was wondering why it bothered me at first. And then I was like, you know what bothers me is about it is someone came into this like friendly podcast group like chat thing and was basically like. Help me form a mob and shame this person and attack yeah. him. And that I don't want to do it myself. I need backup. It was she had tweeted all these people started tweeting back at this guy like, "Wow, you're a piece of crap!" Like, "Wow, you're a monster!" All that, and I'm just like, "Dude, it's some like dude with a blog that just like thought I'd have a cute idea. Oh, right. throw a podcast description into AI and see what happens. Oh, it's like stupid. I'll tweet about it. Like." Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And I call this woman out and she doubles down. She goes, Ooh. well, technically you're right, but he still is using copyrighted blah, blah. Like basically like, oh, you're right. I was wrong, but it doesn't matter that I was wrong. Yeah, it I'm doesn't gonna matter. I'm going to deflect it. So I was just like, you were the, and, <laughs> and dude, like her profile picture, I swear to God, was like the conservative, like caricature of a snowflake liberal, like blue hair, like piercings. Like it looks, it was like a cartoon. It was like, if I was on Fox news and I wanted to like rile up my audience and get the most stereotypical, like just like angry feminist that I could get on my show, that would be it. And I'm maybe just she like, was AI generated. Dude, by I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is why Trump won right here. That right here. You're it woman. You're the one. Yep. You're the one. But, you know, now he got arraigned, which I don't know what that means. I literally don't know what that means. You don't know what that I means? I literally don't know what that means. The arraignment is when you enter a plea. What the does that mean? All right. So <laughs> the the special counsel went through and is investigating, and they spent all this time gathering evidence. Okay. And they put together all this evidence, and they took it in front of a grand jury, which is just regular people. Okay. And they presented all this evidence. Wait, why are they, wait what makes them so grand? Well, that's just the time, because they're very special. It's a but big deal. But they're regular people. They're regular people, but it's a grand jury. So they're the ones who are deciding if the evidence is enough to indict someone. Okay. So anytime there's a big anytime there's a big criminal trial or something like that, the prosecutor presents all the information to the grand jury. And the grand jury listens to the evidence and they make a decision whether or not there's a compelling case to indict the defendant. Okay. So there was a grand jury in New York that indicted him for the fraud stuff. And there was another grand jury that now indicted him in Florida on 37 counts of various things. Once he's indicted, 
then he has to go and surrender. Anybody does. You have to go and surrender to the authorities. Sometimes they come and arrest you. Sometimes you can turn yourself in. So he had to go just like he did in New York and you get fingerprinted. They take a mug shot. Uh, if it was you and I, we'd be in handcuffs because as soon as you go in, like today, he would he was in custody, in custody of the FBI. He could not leave that building once he went in until the judge dismissed him. Mm. So they fingerprinted him, no mug shot. He didn't have to empty his pockets. They're not going to handcuff him. They know who he is. So then he went into the courtroom with his attorneys. The judge who's going to hear the case was not there. It was a magistrate judge, which is someone who works with the judge. That's common in these kind of things. And that's when you enter the plea. They read the indictment. They say, how do you plead? You stand there with your mouth shut and your attorney says, not guilty. And they go, okay, not guilty. We'll set it for trial. And then you walk out. They had to read all 37 indictments? But they, yeah, they read the indictment. How'd that, how long did that take? I don't know. Not too long. Okay. Maybe they may. I think if you, I think both sides can uh, agree to waive the reading, you know, so I'm sure they all read it. I, they may not have read it today, but they, it, unless the attorneys say we, you know, will agree to waive the reading of the indictment. Cause we all, we all understand what's in there. Yeah. You know, then they just kind of move along. Mike says they didn't read it today. How do you, but, how do you select a jury when it's a former president? Well, that's going to be interesting because, uh, you know, Florida is big Trump country. So a jury of his peers, eh, I don't know. There aren't a lot of orange billionaires. So I'm guessing it's just going to be regular Florida people. And that does not make me, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to be judged by Florida people. And I'm not a former president. I'm just a dude. Um, I, I just meant like with the OJ case and some other cases, like, it, you know, if there's a big media blitz, it's like, well, we don't want, well, we don't want a media blitz and we don't want people on the jury that like are following it in the media. Well, there's right? no, right. But there's no way in a case like this, I don't know how they do it. If they'd have to, there, there's already been talk of trying to change the venue so that it's more in, um, you know, more where his, where Mar-a-Lago is, because then it'd be like his pals, but they're not going to, I don't think they're going to be able to find jurors who, who are going to, who honestly say they don't know what this case is about. Right. They'll, they'll it, draw them from the same jury pool as they would if it was you or I going to trial. Don't they get to like question the jury and dismiss people? It's that, called voir dire. Yes. They're going to voir dire the jury. That's just going to happen for like eight years. This is what this is the part that uh, makes me very skeptical of the whole thing because today legal analysts were saying, well, you know, they could just keep stalling and stalling. And then if it hasn't gone to trial and he does get elected again, he could just appoint a new attorney general and make the whole thing just disappear. <laughs> so, hey, America, wee! <laughs> what, a, what a weird place. What a, what a POS system. <laughs> um, you know, it's. All right, listen, I don't know if he's guilty or not. I, you know, my opinion, yeah, he's guilty. And it's his own fault because they asked him to give the stuff back. And he said no. And then he lied that he had it. And then he tried to get people to move it around. So in my opinion, and I'm not a lawyer, he's guilty. You know, 
but he's he's entitled to a trial just like everybody else. Sounds like you're not going to be on the jury, Brian. I would not be on the jury. Mm -hmm. One, I have never smoked meth, so I would not be eligible in Florida to be on a jury. Two, I've never had a conjugal visit with a gator in the swamp. So, boy, I'm getting tossed out. I would be challenged. Your Honor, we want to challenge Juror 32. Uh, this guy has obviously read a book. He knows what <laughs> who Cormac McCarthy is. So this is not, he's not going to work out. Uh, I've checked his body for Confederate flag tattoos and uh, MAGA merchandise in his home. He has neither. We would like to excuse juror number 32. Mm. And I'm out. Honestly, Cormac McCarthy would have been the perfect juror. You think? Yes. <laughs> Some cantankerous old man that does not give an F. Like he just, No, he just but all, that's what they're going to get. Cantankerous old snowbirds who are all, you know, MAGA lunatics because they remember when black people couldn't drink out of water fountains. And so, <laughs> you know, they're going to go, that's what we want America to be again. And those are, that's the jury pool. Like, do you get 18 year olds who you don't care, who just aren't politically active? Yes. As long as you, once you register to, you know, you're 18, you're in the jury pool. Yeah. I think if you have a driver's, whatever it is, however you get in there, and then you just get a notification. Hey, you've been summoned for jury duty and you got to show up and, you know, sometimes you get excused. Sometimes you don't. Are sometimes, the, you know. Are the jurors names public? No, they well, can make good. their name. They can make themselves public afterward. Yeah. Like if they want to try to get a book deal, like I'm sure, I'm sure some of the jurors, uh, if, if this goes to trial or when this goes to trial, uh, will be try angling for some sort of notoriety afterwards. They'll, they'll take money to be interviewed on ABC or CNN or Fox or whatever. You know, so they'll make them. I was juror number three. Were you really? Yes. Oh, can you come and, you know, do this? Can you write a book? Can you, you know, can you read a book? <laughs> can you describe a book? Can you identify a book from a lineup? Do you All these questions. Do I don't identify as a book. Do you identify as a book? You no, sure? book hmm. is not my pronoun. Ooh. No. <laughs> book, bookish. Book, a bookish. That's my adjective. Mm. That's definitely a describer, a descriptive word to describe me. Wow. Uh, do you want people so incredibly ignorant that they don't know what's going on in the world? Uh, no, Marta, but again, it's Florida. No, Can she we... said sadly sometimes yes. No, <laughs> I no, I don't want. No, I I think <sighs> boy, I you know who you know what juries are made up of? This an old uh, an old uh, joke. People who are too dumb to get out of jury duty. <laughs> that's what juries are made up of or people i was on a jury or i was questioned i was excused from a jury once uh for a medical malpractice suit some doctor was being sued because a kid had died a blah 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 and i'm like oh, i don't want to get involved in this so they came to me and they're asking does anybody have any issues that might and i was like you know doctor i come from a big or your honor i come from a really big family and kids are close to my heart and i would have a hard time um you know believing testimony that uh, didn't support the fact that this kid, and he was like, get out. I was like, all right. Wow. Skip to Malu. And then I got summoned in Los Angeles, but it was right around the holidays. So you could call and like, you could defer one time. 
And then you had to keep calling. And so it was right before the holidays. And I said I couldn't go because I was going to be out of town, which was true. I was working on the road. So then it came back. And all the times I called were right around Christmas. Well, the courts were closed. But as long as I was checking in, it counted that I checked in. And when they didn't need me three times, I was free and clear. I know I should want to do my duty as a citizen and sit on a jury. But come on. Yeah, there's a Monique's uh, Monique described Cody. What? Some people are not interested in the political world or they're too busy with other stuff, so they haven't paid attention. There you go. <laughs> uh yeah, Mike in the chat saying he was on the journey for jury for the case where a guy was sentenced to 22 years in prison after stealing a TV remote. Really? That yeah. seems excessive. Well, it well, so it turns did out he, that he, did he jam it in a guy's eye after well, he stole it? It turns out he was arrested for that, but he prior to that had 10 class X felonies Ooh, in that's Illinois. A lot of, that's a lot of felonies, <laughs> including aggravated kidnapping. <laughs> Aggravated battery with a firearm. Whoa. Uh, one that's so bad it's not funny. Home invasion. A couple other ones. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, this guy was a very bad person. This guy should have gotten more than 22 was, years. Hey, that 22 years doesn't sound like enough. No, aggravated arson. Aggravated vehicular hijacking. Armed robbery. Um, yeah, so the rest are actually too horrific to say. So All while right. I'm glad he's, he was put in jail, good God. Uh, there's some rough people out there, rough and tumble. There's horrible people. The planet is full of horrible people. Yeah. Just horrible people. So, and some of them were, uh, you know, some of them were outside the courthouse today. I hear, all right, we've talked about this for seven years. I don't want to waste some time on it. I was uh, paraphrasing you the other day, who was paraphrasing a scientist the other day, that people are just too into their, you know, at some point, no matter how many facts you present them, they're they're unable to unable or unwilling to change their mind because they're embarrassed or whatever. They can't believe they've been doing all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So nothing's going to change, but this is, I I'm, you know, I'm pretty much, I, I figure this is the end. We're done as a country. <laughs> Cause no matter what, when, when what about ism is the only thing that most Republicans are spouting over the weekend the only guy I heard actually rip into Trump uh, and say, hey, man, it's not he's blaming everybody else. It's his fault. They came down. They tried to go easy on him. That's Chris Christie, who's running for president on the Republican side and who's been bashing Trump. Well, since Trump turned on him, but um, he was a, he's a former federal prosecutor. And he was like, you know, you have a federal subpoena. First, they asked nice and he didn't give it back. Then they got a federal subpoena and went down and he hit it and he wouldn't give it back. And he lied about it. And he tried to, you know, all this uh, chicanery. He brought this all on himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that there's nothing, but everybody else is like, well, what about Hillary Clinton? And what about Bill Clinton? What about what Biden's about laptop? Mike, what about Mike, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was brought up and Joe Biden and his Corvette and Alexander Hamilton once uh, had Washington's wooden teeth hidden in his closet. Nobody prosecuted him and blah, 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 blah. And it just went on and on. And I was like, wait a minute, stop. If those people are guilty, then fine. Investigate them. They investigated Hillary Clinton up, down and sideways, and they didn't find anything. Um, you know, Mike Pence, 
They found a bunch of documents and he was like, oh man, my bad. And he gave them all back. Joe Biden, same thing. Oh, okay, here. And you know what they did to Mike Pence? Nothing, because he gave them back. And you know what they did to Joe Biden? Nothing, because he gave them back. <sighs> so on that note, yeah. Monique in the chat said it's his bathroom got pics. I've seen a picture online of like a bathroom with a chandelier yes. and like mm -hmm. 10 file boxes. Is that real? That is real. Are that you was, That serious? came out from the AP on Friday. That's an action. Like that's, that's not they a. They had a, no, they had a, now it's, now it's got people. If you see people in it, then it's been Photoshopped. Yeah. But that actual picture with the gaudy chandelier. Yeah. That's a, that's a poopatorium somewhere in Mar-a-Lago. Oh my God. <laughs> I think it's for sex. I think you have somebody swing on the chandelier while you're sitting on the toilet. I'm not sure what kind of weird kinks going on down there, but yeah, well, everybody says it's not like the legal experts were like, those are fantastical things, you know, to see them and you see them spilled over and all that. But, um, you know, th that's horrible. That's that that's where they were stored, but that's not the key to the case, <laughs> but it is, it is kind of wild. It's the most, White trash espionage. <laughs> like, that's so white trash. Everything about that's so white. Hey. Just like. The FBI is coming. Hide him in the shitter. Okay. <laughs> right? Like, I cannot think of anything more trailer park than, like, a crappy, dirty bathroom with a chandelier. A chandelier. And a that's bunch what, of. You know the problem is there's people looking at that going, that is classy. Look at that. No, there he's are got, not. He's got, yes. No yes. one's that delusional. No one is Please, that delusional. Cody, have you not watched the the people interviewed outside his rallies and stuff? They think that's how rich people are. Oh, man, honey, we got to get, we got that separate half bath at the other side of the trailer. We got to get us a chandelier. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'd sit in there and just look at it. Maybe, you know what, then we get one of them them frames for around the mirror. They're all gold, I, I like gold flake or just gold spray paint because we don't have that much money. We send it all to, you know, televangelists and whatnot. But uh, other than that, I think it'd be really pretty if we had a gold mirror and a chandelier in that half bath right off the kitchen so that when I'm, uh, you know, eating a can of beans and all of a sudden I got to take a drop, I just walk in and suddenly I feel classy. Wait, point of order. I think it was a full bath. His is, but in the trailer, it's a half bath. I thought that, oh, well, oh, yeah, sure. But because the, there was a shower behind There's the There's a shower. Oh, no. In, in Mar-a-Lago, it's a full bath. Good God. But I'm, uh, I'm you know, MAGA trailer guy eating beans in his uh, double wide. Oh, I need to go on Ikea and see if I can get a chandelier now. <laughs> Maybe it'll entice your son to stop peeing in the yard. He'll feel classy. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, oh, this is nice. Dad, what took you so long? This is plush. Oh, it's like I'm taking a crap at the Four Seasons. This is beautiful. I love it here. That's the, the problem. Place on yeah, yeah our yeah. house isn't nice enough to potty Your train. Bathroom isn't fancy enough. No. What I need to do is just put it. You know what? I got a filing cabinet, like a four door file cabinet from a estate sale. Yeah. I, now I know I can just put it right in my bathroom. You know what? Go go to any company. Get yourself some of those uh, accounting boxes, those file boxes. Stack those in there. Ban I think take... they're called banker boxes, right? Banker boxes, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think so. And then pile some in your basement, uh, some out in your garage. You know, maybe bury a couple under the big tree. Ooh, 
That'd be fun. Uh, Marta in the chat saying that's the title of my next novel, White Trash Espionage. Don't Too take late. That. It's already my band name. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, but it's no. Speed Thrash Mega Metal. This was excellent. not this was not on the agenda, but while we're talking about classified documents, ooh, what's yes. up? What's up with the aliens? I don't know. Who is this whistleblower? And why is he saying that sometimes he's not authorized to say stuff? You're a whistleblower. You haven't been authorized to say anything. What's going on? Are you freaked out by this? No. Even with all the, I welcome our malevolent alien overlords. No, because he I, also I, said that that's their behavior. They've been malevolent. Okay, I wouldn't say like freaked out, like all oh, the world's gonna like get taken over, but like, isn't like don't you think it's it's crazy that like there's a um, plausible claim from insiders at the government that like is actually going to finally confirm that we've made contact with extraterrestrials? Here's the thing. If we made contact, come on over. Once they see the S show that's going on down here, they're going to ski daddle anyway. Either that or they're going to vaporize us. Either way, <laughs> we're out of our misery. No, I don't, you know, I'm not, I've thought about this for years. I don't want to be arrogant enough to think that we're the only beings in the universe. That seems kind of dumb. It's a giant universe. There, there, there could be something living somewhere else that we just don't know about. So I'm not saying, but I don't believe there's like ETs that are going to, you know, just drop down until I see some, you know, this guy has all this information. You, you got no pictures. I live in a, I live in the 21st century. This is a 21st century, right? Still. Mm -hmm. All right. 21st century. We got, we got cameras. We got all kinds of stuff. You know, I do, I do tend to lend a little credence when I hear military pilots and stuff say they saw things that they don't, they don't quite get. They, things aren't, that aren't like they should. I go, well, these guys and ladies, you know, I met, didn't I tell you, I met a woman who was all written up because she was a air force pilot and she and her squadron saw what they said was a UFO. Really? And she was on 60 minutes in the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. On the one hand, conspiracy theories become less plausible the more people need to be in on this right. secret, right? Correct. Which I think is a weak defense. Well, I'm not going to go there. Don't um, go there. Nope. No, I was going to mention another a conspiracy theory that you do not want me to mention. Uh, Say it. Do it. No, absolutely not. What so, is it? Anyway, so in this case, I'm no, not now going I gotta know. to open the. I'll tell you after the show. Oh uh, man. The uh the but so with this one, uh, supposedly multiple nations know about it, right? Right. And but but like if it is top military clearance and like top secret intelligence and all that stuff, like usually to get that high up in the military, you got to be pretty like super fundamentalist, like hardcore. Like, you know, like, like, even if like a thousand people in the U.S. government knew about it, if they were the top people in the military or whatever, I, I could see them all shutting up. Right. Cause you're like, you don't want some dude, you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 uh grassy knolling you, you know, randomly JFK was totally the government. Right. Um, that's not the one I was thinking, but, uh, but, but right. That's like, not the one, but I think it, it's, I, I think it is. 
like I don't I don't think that the number of people uh exceeds you know what you would need for it to be like unbelievable. I I don't think. You know what I mean? I believe there are cover-ups. You know, the cover-ups are possible. Um I just I don't know. I think if you're if you're a whistleblower it's incumbent upon you to to blow the whistle with with irrefutable proof. You know, uh, theoretical physicist Michio Kaku, a CBS News correspondent, yes, who, I've whom heard, I've interviewed. I've, I've interviewed heard him, of him. You've you've interviewed him for your former science podcast. Yeah, I did. All right, very cool. Yeah, he's like cool. a relative physicist. What sort of phys? He's some sort of physicist. Uh, he basically developed the field of string field theory, which I don't understand. So don't ask me okay. to explain it. Um, he is a theoretical physicist. Theoretical physicist. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but he was just on an interview and said, now the burden of proof has shifted to the government. To your point, Brian, oh. once this guy blew the whistle and enough people came out to support and corroborate it, that's when the burden of proof actually shifts over to the U.S., Military, which I don't mean, they, they don't care. They'll do what they want. But right. But that, that's his take. So I, I get what you're saying that like, well, it's not, you know, it's his job to actually like really blow it. But but there's some saying that, well, I don't know. At this point, maybe it's incumbent on the others to kind of show. No, this isn't the thing. Well, can you can you prove a negative? No. Right. So if you got to, I don't know. I think you have to prove it. And in this day and age, isn't it easy to prove stuff? Well, it should be, but people don't believe facts. Yeah, I was gonna say you couldn't prove you couldn't prove to some people that there was a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And a picture, you know, come on, a picture. Everybody's gonna go. That's doctored. That's made up. That's so nothing. There's there's no way to prove it. I would like if it's if it's true. I don't know why we've why the government has been concealing it for so long. Because what more panic can we have in the street? <laughs> so a whole country is divided and panicked. And so if, if they did find somebody, if somebody landed here, you know, now there, uh, did the report say, I know it said that they were malevolent. They had a malevolent nature, but was somebody killed? Do, are they claiming somebody was killed by the alien or they killed the alien? Oh, I don't know. Did somebody wrestle him to the ground? Did they rear naked choke him somewhere out in the desert? Dude, if it was the U.S., you know we killed him, right? Lockheed oh, sure. Martin is not just hanging out like, <laughs> you want to say hi? Like, no, like, oh, hi, bang, you know? Like, that's, come on. All right, so we, all right. If if he's dead, we killed him. And I don't know why it's a he. Maybe it's a female alien. Maybe it's some, you know, hot Captain Kirk loving alien. Ooh, how would you know? Well, right. I guess the one that carries the child typically is the mother. Well, I don't know. Don't peng don't male penguins carry the egg? No. There's some animals where the males have the babies. Uh <laughs> tribbles? No, that's a tr that's troublesome. Is that the conspiracy you didn't want to bring up? That's the one. <laughs> that there are tribbles amongst us? That's Damn it. It's a, all these plushables that the kids are playing with. They're not plushable, they're tribbles. Yeah. And soon they will come to life. Seahorses. Thank you, Mike. Mike and Barta. Seahorses, you imbecile. Yes, seahorses. Male seahorses have the baby. It's, it was close to the water. I was almost there. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying it's beyond, uh, you know, all rational thought that people have covered things up. 
I would just like to know for sure. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why do Klingons hate tribbles? Um, I don't know why we've been, if, it, if it's true, why have we been covering it up so long? All these other countries. Wouldn't another country at some point who's fallen out of favor with us go, you know what? We're going to tell everybody. You got some aliens over there. And I don't know if they're in Roswell. I don't know. Maybe they're in Brookfield. Who knows? Maybe they're under, you know, the Ram Mountain at the zoo. That's where they're keeping them. You know, or they're in Colorado. I don't know where they keep them. Maybe they're in banker's boxes in a white trash. Oh, my God. Bathroom. And the, the, oh, no. And the chandelier gives off enough heat to keep them alive. And yet it's like a growing room. But it looks like a white trash bathroom. Wow. A fancy white trash bathroom. Are we allowed to say white trash? Are we going to get canceled? Cancel me. Hillbillies. Bring it. Yeah, I don't care. If if white trash people want to cancel me, all right, good. I'm probably only like I'm probably only like two, you know. Well, no, I got all the teeth. I don't know. I'm like two grades away. <laughs> two grades away. Oh, so all right, I was close. Thanks, Tammy. Male penguins sit on the eggs as much as the females. Oh, all right. there we go. Um Oh, oh, Sandy, don't get me started on organized religion. That's for later when I talk about the documentaries that we binged over the weekend. Yeah, dude, we got to get to you. We got a lot to get to. to. Let's do it. This is fascinating. (laughs) You know, the country is falling apart, literally. And I'm not trying to, I'm not saying this uh, to be, you know, uh, hysterical or try to, you know, throw out some hot takes. I'm I'm literally watching this coverage and I'm going, we are screwed. <laughs> we are screwed. There's a guy who a 37 count federal indictment and his numbers go up. And people, you know, people are all endorsing him and making excuses and some preacher said he is a trump worshipper i'm like well that should get you drummed out of the preacher core cuz i think you're only supposed to worship one you know granted i am a lapsed catholic but i remember there shall be no other god before me uh that was one of the 10 the 10 big rules some people might even call them commandments that's how serious they take them uh, and if you've got, you know, you've got religious quackery going on, going, and I worship him, well, then you are unbelievably unqualified for your job, and you shouldn't be trying to rake in money from all the mouth-breathing dupes that are sitting in front of you every Sunday when you're preaching out of some book that you can pick and choose the lessons from and then expecting them to give you money that you, that they don't have but you need because you're, you know, you're worshiping some orange-skinned asshole. Yeah, yeah. The uh, you said right. literally falling Sorry apart. For the profanity, folks. No, it's fine. You said literally falling apart, and I remembered we have trains crashing or derailing like every week, and uh, the Philadelphia interstate just exploded. Yes, yes. that's well, insane. That, that is because the, the I saw again today, the, a fuel truck underneath explodes. The heat got too much; it melted the steel, and then it just. Poof, and now everybody on the East Coast who tries to use 95 through Pittsburgh is a scaroo. Which, which I, you know, I was surprised at first, and I was like, "Wow, what a crazy accident!" But then you know it was on purpose. You, you think it was I a know. false flag? You know how I know that? How do you know? Because jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Let's oh, go. Let's go back. We got to take this back to the granddaddy of them all. 
Here we go. Well, this was not jet fuel, and I maybe maybe fuel in a truck is more potent than jet fuel. Still can't melt steel beams. Got him. Checkmate. Now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> wow. Wow. You're probably telling. Wait a minute. Are you going to tell me now that the people protesting outside Disney World the other day with the Confederate flags and the DeSantis flags were government agents? Wait, hold on. Were they Confederate rainbow flags? No, God forbid. They because didn't they, even allow them to eat Skittles. That's a that's a thing. They have a Confederate. I googled it the other day. No, because my one didn't. of my no one of my friends was complaining about uh, how brands pretend they care about LGBTs well, this sure. month because they don't. Spoiler: They care about profit. That's all they care about. They care about profit. I'm going to say that one more time. Brands are not your friend. Brands are not people. Brands care about profit. They're pandering and uh, they're being pedantic. So I Google. So the only was, one that's the only one that's standing behind it and taking the hit. Shout out to Anheuser Busch. They made their stand and uh, listen for whatever. I know they're a huge corporation, but they could have bailed because it is costing them a ton with this Bud Light thing. They're still not your friend. I, I know they're not your friend, but at least they they made a decision and they're sticking by it. <clears throat> oh, that's so fair. I gotta give I gotta give them that. You That's know. fine. Everybody else sucks. So I, I said, I wonder if somebody mentioned something about, I don't know, probably Chick-fil-A or something or some other corporation. And then something about the South. And I literally was, I just Googled LG, like rainbow Confederate flag. And it, it, it exists. There I'm is looking at it. There is a pride flag with the X. I know, <laughs> but it is, is it a, uh, a Photoshopped image? No, it's like shutter. It's like a sh like someone flew that somewhere. It looks like a Shutterstock. It's on image. Shutterstock. Well, there is a. You can go to Amazon and you know Texas's "Don't Tread on Me" flag. Yeah, that a lot of the Yahoos do. You can buy that on Amazon for nine dollars and forty three cents in a Pride, a Pride "Don't Tread on Me" flag. There you go. Yeah, you I go. got nine dollars and forty three cents burning a hole. They've got to have a Nazi flag with the rainbow colors somewhere, right? I'm not gonna Google it because God knows Google already. <laughs> what are they are thinking? Well, I'm looking on Wikimedia. Wikimedia. <laughs> Wikimedia. I don't know what that. You know, yeah, but yeah, they have the. I'll know, use DuckDuckGo. I don't even care. It's no. there. You know, if you want really? one. I, I those two. But how could you fly a flag with those two contrasting messages on it? <laughs> you know, you can't really. <laughs> Roger said Cracker Barrel has now changed there. Yes, Cracker Barrel posted a picture with a rainbow rocking chair, you know? So Cracker Barrel, well, Cracker Barrel's hurting, but they're like, hey, you know, we don't care if you're gay. You can come in and have some chicken fried steak. That's okay. Just don't, you know, make out or anything while you're here or make anybody <laughs> uncomfortable or tell us that you're gay. But you can come in. That's all right. Uh, you can buy some penny candy and stuff. And we have one rainbow rocket chair, but that's at a Cracker Barrel in the north. Uh, we just took that picture and used it everywhere. But if you're down here in Huntsville and you go to the Cracker Barrel after church on Sunday, um, you can get some biscuits and gravy, but you cannot find that rainbow rocket chair because, quite frankly, it doesn't exist. The kid who painted it, we shot him, and then we drowned him and the rocket chair in the swamp. Jesus. So, allegedly. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm off the chain all of a sudden, Cody. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was a little, uh, I was a little slow at the when we came out of the gate, but now the, the, you know, the state of the, the state of the union has me all worked up. But okay, 
but worked up and resigned at the same time. I'm worked up because I really believe there's nothing we can do about it. No, there's the die is cast. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not even mad about it. I'm just like, this sucks. And I'm going to ride it out till, you know, (laughs) till the bitter end. But do I foresee civil war? I don't not foresee it. No one knows tactics. Right. No one knows how to fight. Like, but listen, you don't have to. You could just go to a rally and dress up like you're some soldier and walk around, you know, or go to Walmart with a sidearm like you're a Johnny badass and you're going to wander in and stop all the bad people from, you know, and then you'll hide behind the tampon aisle when they start shooting. It's going to be the lamest civil war ever. Half of it will be on Twitter. It'll just be like, oh, I'm unfollowing you. Like, that'll be instead of, like, a bullet. And then everything else will be people trying to mount guns to drones, which right. won't work, it's, by the way. Instead of mass bombing, it'll be mass doxing. It'll be like <laughs> a dox raid instead of an air raid siren going off. And everybody's going to have to turn off their computer and tr- install firewalls because the doxing is coming. The great doxing, the blitzkrieg of doxing is coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be it'll be super lame it'll be the lamest like super lame yeah dude like it was so badass when everyone in paris basically set the city on fire for like a month because the the president there was like i'm gonna raise the retirement age and i don't care and no we don't like you fred the french do not you know i don't want to work no dude i'm retired 15 dude i'm listening to a uh dan carlin's hardcore history his world war one podcast yeah he did a he did a five it's like a 30 hour oh good lord it's five parts they're each like four to six hours episodes on 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 wow. the uh on on world war one dude the french i know they have a reputation for being surrendering and being cowards and kind of like the joke of like they don't have a great rep right in the in in the european annals of their military dude, right. they are hardcore like really hardcore and they do not mess around and they have a strong citizenry with a protest culture. Like I respect the French go listen to the world war one podcast from Dan Carlin. If you want to respect the French, like, and then you saw what they did. Like, dude, Biden could walk out tomorrow and be like the retirement age is now 76. Not a damn thing would happen. There'd be like two protests. Some police would shoot some Americans. I think, uh, Listen, AARP is pretty strong. They'd get those geezers out there. I'm a member. Woo-hoo. Really? Well, over 55, I think I'm a member. Yeah, and then a no, bunch I of, don't. I get the emails and stuff, but I don't. I'm not. No, no, I didn't pay no. Up. A bunch of a bunch of cops would shoot people with rubber bullets, and then like they'd die, and it'd be a whole thing. It'd be you like wouldn't even whole... have to shoot them; they'd just trip them. They'd throw <laughs> throw marbles in front of their walkers. Whoa! All the geezers hitting the floor. Let the geezers hit the floor. Let the geezers hit the floor. <laughs> Did that cocaine hit like halfway into the show? <laughs> I might do an edible after that. Calm down. Good God. Oh, oh man. Lord. I just, I sit there and I. How, why have you, oh, you're on the radio. So you have I'm to consume on the radio. The news. But I, I didn't, but it, you it have wasn't to even like I spent that much time doing it. Yeah. Just the little amount that I did, I was like, this is insane. But yeah, I got to know what's going on. I will say this. Uh, I read in the New York Times, they posted the indictment uh and they had it annotated so one they made they were smart they made the indictment pretty easy to read you know there's not a lot of legalese in there it's it's very straightforward 
Hmm. Here's count one, boom, 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 boom. And then the New York Times website had some spots where they'd have notes explaining what that was. And it was a great way to read the indictment. So it was fun. It's a fun read. Well, I'm, I really only care about the alien thing. I know um, I do too. I'm waiting to see. Now, do you, do you picture them as like, uh, independence day aliens or do you picture them as ET aliens or just more energy blob? What do you do? You picture them looking like us, only hotter, like so, really ripped because they're in space and they don't have deep fried garbage to eat. So, like, really getting to the science brass tacks. I'd love to. Um, I've covered a lot of stories in my science journalism career. That was a weird thing to say. Wow! Uh, no, it wasn't. It was a flex. Was it a was a check out the big brain on Cody Flex. Dude, um, here's the thing. Space travel, like, carbon-based life forms, like, here on Earth. Right. Space travel does really weird things to the body. It does. Um, like, people think, like, oh, we'll colonize Mars. No. No. It, it, it no. It's, it's not going to happen. Like, no. we basically can't survive there, right? Just because of, like, gravity and, and the travel in our bodies. Like, it's just not going to happen. Moon is the same way. You can live on the moon for, like any period of time you, you you go to space your heart gets bigger mm -hmm. because like the way the the lack of gravity works like everything messes with you so in, inner space travel is like virtually impossible based on our physiology and the physiology presumably of many living beings so whatever they are you know i don't think there's some like jack's cartoon characters i think that they have to deal with the realities of space travel the same way we do now, this guy said that there was something about like um, some elements, I think, or some materials that we couldn't reproduce. So that's what I'm more curious about is the technology that they have oh, okay. um, than, than what they look like. I, I don't think that it's like they're going to arrive and be maybe unless they were like unless they originated as gigantic like. 30 foot tall creatures and shrank down in space travel. Like if you wet a shirt and then dry it too fast, like, I don't know. There's, there's too many weird side effects of space exploration that I, I just think would not cripple, but it, it would really debilitate any creature from being full strength. Like These aliens are not, I don't think an alien is going to come to our place, you know, our planet from, hundreds of millions of miles away and, and like be at full capacity. Right. Like, I, I just, I just think they'll get weakened from the journey. And I, Listen, I don't, I had jet lag for three days and I just went to Ireland. Dude. Right. So yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not afraid of them uh, as imposing figures. It's more the technology um, and maybe their attitude, but like, I don't know. I land in the middle of somewhere. No, I don't bad know. Attitudes. People bunch of people start walking up to me i got halliburton walking over here just like oh look at my 80 trillion dollar laser this is the past 30 years of taxpayer dollars you know like uh, you know like, i'd be a little scared maybe i'd be hostile too you. yeah you know? Um, I know no i listen i understand i that well the, yeah the technology they'd have to have unbelievable technology to get here yeah i'm just yes. wondering i'm just kind of wondering what they'd look like i am too you know I, I i don't know i hope i Listen, if it's happening, let's let's do it. Maybe, you know, maybe we'd go to war. Maybe we wouldn't. Maybe they'd maybe they'd come in peace. 
Maybe they'd have some answers. You know, maybe they'd just be like, maybe they'd just be like homeless universe people. And this is, you know, they'd come down, they'd want to wash our windshields and they just want to harangue us for oranges and stuff. Yeah. You know? And then we just wouldn't have any jobs left. Right. Then the aliens would really come and take our jobs. And we can't build a space wall. Who's going to help us pay for it? Nobody. Nobody's going to help us build a space wall to keep the aliens out who are stealing our jobs. You know, working at like laser tag places to to handle the technology till they realize, oops, we've actually turned them into real lasers. And now children are blowing each other up at their birthday parties. Happy birthday, Scotty. Blues. Now you're just goo. Blues. Brian, what part of the last hour of talking about America uh, made you think there are people that don't believe we can build a space wall? All right, I should have said, I don't believe we can build a space wall. There's people. Maybe a giant net, like a huge giant net that we could, you know, drape over the world and it would stop them and it'd be like fish. And then they'd, because we stopped their momentum, they'd be like a shark because they couldn't keep moving forward. They'd flap around for a little bit and then they'd die. And then we could bring them down and dissect them and do cruel experiments to them. Wow. Could they, could, Maybe. If, they got, if they got together, could they form a Sharknado? They could, an alien Sharknado that would, of course, rip through our net. Why? Because it was government built to the lowest bidder, and it is garbage. Well, not if we made it out of steel beams. Because ah. we know that their jet fuel could not melt it. We know our jet fuel cannot melt it. We ah. don't know about their advanced jet fuel. Because how else would they have made it here unless they had super duper fuel? Because there's no gas stations, or do you prefer petrol stations between here and the outer reaches of the galaxy? Oh man, speaking of jet fuel and steel beams, we didn't even talk about the PGA merger. <laughs> <sighs> oh, are you talking about sports washing, a nation that is known for its atrocities in human rights and killed one of our journalists not too long ago, but has everybody on the payroll? Sports washing. I've not sports heard that. Wash. Oh, then you haven't been reading, Cody. Well, I haven't. I know. It's <laughs> That's why I'm here. Yes. Oh, we got a sports wash, you know, which means that we use sports to cover up and hopefully erase all the horrible things a country has done. Look, we got the PGA. Oh, look what we do. Look at our track record on human rights. Don't look at that. Look at these guys with golf clubs making millions of dollars. Oh, what are they doing? I don't know. We just killed Adnan Khashoggi. <laughs> you know, they did have these stories mentioned that they've been doing this for decades with soccer teams. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know how widely known that was, but yeah, every, 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 like half the European soccer clubs are owned by Saudis. Yes, of course. It's the exact same reason. So. Well, that was in Ted Lasso. Um, Sam's, I forget the home country. They were trying to buy, you know, buy him to, you know, play for this team. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I think I'm having a heart attack. I am I, all worked up. Well, I, um, I can't believe it. I, um, I have to acknowledge Rogers Spaceballs reference in the chat. Hi, Roger. A giant, a giant vacuum to suck out the atmosphere. Spaceball's funniest movie ever made. Don't at me. All right. Danny says uh, District 9. I've seen District 9. That's uh, that's crazy. That's the They come down, boy, and they're not happy when they get here. Kind of like Independence Day. Yeah. So I haven't I revisited that movie since it came out. Have you? Um, 
I may have seen it bits and pieces if it's on late at night on cable somewhere, you know, see a little bit of it. But then I realized it's really dumb. Is it? It's, you know, at the time I was like, oh, this is a great summertime movie, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's got crazy Randy Quaid in it. And, uh, you know, it's just nuts. Hmm. And then oh. there's Will Smith. So. Monique says New York Times has a great article about the soccer team Saudi takeover. They're working on it. Nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah, check that. Look out. at us. We're man. We're tapping into all sorts of world events tonight. I, I, I forgot. I, honestly, there's a lot going on in the world that's there actually is. interesting. That's actually interesting right now. Sure, interesting and terrifying all at the same time. Well, yeah. And but yes, you're right. And, um. You know, Roger, Roger trying to take uh, a different Rogers, you know, Roger Badish trying to be Roger Ebert with his review of Independence Day. Dude, uh, uh, Saturday night, my wife and I watched Wild Things. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk about override. Nicholas Cage is the king of chewing up scenery. No, he's not in there. Oh, wait. Wild Things. Oh, Wild Things is the one with uh, Nev Campbell and uh, Matt Richards. Dillon and Kevin Bacon and the uh, yeah. Denise Richards. Yeah. Denise Richards. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it because you mentioned Roger Ebert. And immediately after watching any movie pre like 2010, the first thing my wife and I do is read Roger Ebert's review. Oh, do you really? <laughs> Dude. We, I was crying. I couldn't breathe. I was laughing. So, I mean, I was really high, but I could not <laughs> breathe. I was laughing so hard. It just looked like a paragraph in the first line is this movie is lurid trash. And then he says another sentence and said, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so He gave it three stars. I haven't, I started, I started watching it a, a few weeks ago. It was on and I started watching it. It was late, and so I was going to bed, and I knew I wouldn't make it through the whole thing. But I saw Teresa Russell's in it, and uh, hubbala bubbala, Teresa Russell, and uh, yeah, and Matt Damon, and the whole thing. It's just crazy. It's Is just Matt a Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon's the teacher. No, Matt, not Matt Damon. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Matt Cordona. Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Yes. Oh, I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> Matthew oh, Matt McConaughey Dillon. and Bill Murray's in it. Bill Murray's in it as the, the which like half of Ebert's review just mentions how great it is that Bill Murray's in it. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, who was in everything, and uh, yeah, Denise Richards and Nev Campbell, yeah, and oh. a lot of Denise Richards, and I by that I mean mostly naked the entire yeah. time. Yeah, uh, Teresa Russell having sex with her pool boy. Nice, That's a lot. It's good. Nice. <sighs> well, that cooled me off a little bit. Should have worked the other way, but I was so incensed that, uh, you know, the thought of those two frolicking in the water made me feel good. You know where that movie takes place? Uh, Florida. Yep. Yeah. Of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> oh, God. It's, I, oh, oh, oh. every time I think, every time I think of moving somewhere warm and, you know, think of my brother living in Florida, I'm like, there's not a chance in hell I'm going to Florida. Mm. I don't care. I, no, no, can't do it. Sorry. Uh, I don't even know if I could go visit because I'd be afraid that I'd say something literate and they'd, uh, they'd arrest me. Mm. I'd make some reference to something that uh, is banned down there. Yeah. I mentioned that the other day on there, something being banned. And then I got a bunch of texts 
at the TMJ. Uh, uh, nothing's been banned. So I pulled up a list and I read the list of all the things that have been banned because I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I'm, a lot of things I'm not I, like six years ago. I tried to placate these idiots, hoping that there could be unity and that we could see, you know, why they were thinking the way they do. And now I know why they think the way they do, because they're in a cult, because they're wow. brainwashed and they're dumb. That's wow. why. There you go. I've said it. At me, dox me, whatever, cancel me. I don't care. Don't do those things. No, don't do any of those things. You're only hurting Cody if you do that. I don't care. I don't have a <laughs> career. <laughs> I just, dude, no one. I'm. I saw somebody. I read. Did I tell you this? I saw somebody from grade school a couple weeks ago, uh, who I hadn't seen in 30 years, and she goes, "Oh." You're a pretty big success, aren't you? You did mention that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, you're high. Oh, <laughs> God. Whew. Well, that's that's something right there. I don't. To... I didn't even care about my professional network anymore. Did you see my LinkedIn post today? No, I didn't. Post on LinkedIn post. This is this is the first post I've made in three weeks since I got okay. my basically I announced that I was at my new job. This is what I wrote. <clears throat> And if you're not privy to this, the trend on LinkedIn is to write like a sentence and then double space and then write another sentence and then double space. And oh, is that, that how people post stuff? It's how people post stuff on LinkedIn specifically. Okay. I don't is there know a reason why. for that? Because uh, people, well, here's my post. Okay. Nothing on LinkedIn. I wrote this. I just posted this today. This is a professional network. This is what I wrote for the first time in three weeks. Nothing on LinkedIn makes me stop reading faster than seeing 20 line breaks in your 75 word post. I get it. Line breaks are the trendy thing to do on this increasingly bizarre platform, but please stop. <laughs> if I tap more and your post splays out like roadkill across the entirety of my screen, then I'm going to swipe away faster than you can say, here's how I 10X my ROI in six days using chat GPT, some ingenuity and a rotary saw. Like, Bravo! I posted that. Wow. Why? Why did I do that? Because no, you're burning it who, all down. Who, who saw that? And they're like, "I'm gonna give Cody a job." Like, I I like him more. Like, why did I do that? I and don't it's know. Just, because you're, because you just want to watch the world burn. You're like the Joker. Oh, 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 good, oh, good old someone I don't know just jumped into the comments. What did they say? I'd argue that the lines help people digest. Let's be real, getting and keeping people's attention is tough. When it's chopped up, people don't feel like reading the unabridged Odyssey. She spelled Odyssey wrong, of dumbass. Course. No, but instead some snippets of info. Well, if you had, if you knew how, who doesn't know how to spell the Odyssey? What the, wow. Oh, this is why I write these things. I hate everyone. <laughs> Oh, God, all of your rage just channeled into me. Listen, you were too happy. I needed to shoot it at you. Oh, my God. Why did she say that? Because Why she's an she imbecile. Because everybody to... has their platform no to one... spout their stupidity. Even Yes, Odyssey, Mike, O-D-E-S-S-Y. That's how she spelled it. Kill oh. me. Kill me. Why? <laughs> just, just. Even on Twitter, you can put two sentences together and people can read them. People like this person is illiterate. This mm -hmm. person cannot read. This person can't identify. This person should be on Trump's jury. This person cannot this person read a book, 
cannot identify a book, has never seen a book. Well, they're gonna, she's going to be very terrified when they just give out all this testimony and they don't take breaks in between, like every three sentences. Oh, my Somebody God. just answers a question. Could you slow down? A, could they close caption it for me? Because, But with lie breaks, because I don't know what it means to try to you know, obstruct justice. Yeah. I had a bowel obstruction once. There was no justice. We hate the world. <laughs> I went, how did this? I started. Yeah, you were going to talk about like shows in the last day. We were the last day of school. Well, you, well, we're all worked up. We What'd you get things. commercial duped about? At least all we got to do right. one Here of the it things. Is. Here it is. So I do this segment on WTFJ called the drive through window. <laughs> and we talk about fast food and different things like that. So last week, I see this story that McDonald's is celebrating Grimace's birthday all of June. And so Grimace, the big purple guy, they're they're Grimace, they're going to have a Grimace birthday meal and for the first time ever, they're going to have a purple milkshake. Okay. They're not, not going to tell you what it tastes like, nothing. So we joke about it on the air and then I joke about it with Debbie and I tweeted about it. Um and yesterday Debbie was working at home. And so I'm prepping my show and I go downstairs and go, Hey, uh, you want to get something for lunch? Today? She says, I thought we were going to McDonald's for the grimace meal. I'm like, Oh, I thought I was just joking. Uh, okay. We'll go. I'll go. I'll go to McDonald's. She goes, I haven't had McDonald's in a long time. I think neither have I really. So, all right, we'll go. And I can't remember the last, I think the last time I had a shake at McDonald's, Molly was in high school and we had a shamrock shake. That's how yeah. long it's been. Yeah. So, I'm fully prepared that when I get to McDonald's, they're not going to have any idea what I'm talking about. Like, hey, you got a grimace meal? And they're like, no, but I have, you know, a lot of pouting when I see you actually ordering the amount of food that you do. It's a more of a shame meal, not a grimace. Um, that was that. I reached for that one. That was good. I like but it. I get there, and it's all over the menu board. The grimace birthday meal. Oh, man, you can get either a Big Mac, medium fries, and a medium shake, or in a 10-piece nugget, or a 10-piece nugget, medium fries, and a medium shake. So we're going to go with a couple Big Mac meals. Now, I don't see the price. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A 10-piece chicken nuggets yep. and fries yep. and a shake. Yeah. That's like 4,000 carbs. Right. 4,000 grams of carbs. Well, it's then go carbs. with the Big Mac meal. Well, yeah. Which is a Big Mac fries. And, and that's for the medium. Now, unbeknownst to me, there's a large option which I was offered when I made my order. And I thought to myself, I'm not really too worried about the large purple shake, but I haven't had McDonald's fries in a while. A large fry would probably be good. They're good. So it's only like two bucks more to go. I find out after when I pulled to the register and the guy goes, that'll be $32 for two birthday grimace meals. Oh my 30, God. $32. Now, I will say, this shake was purple as hell. <laughs> it was crazy purple. It's in a clear cup that has decorations, and it says Grimace's birthday. I tweeted it yesterday if you want to see it. Um, and look up right now. so um, I go, <laughs> I come home with the Grimace birthday meals. Of course, I get caught by a train on the way home. So the problem at McDonald's is 
the food is never really super hot to begin with. And then if you get delayed at all going home, it's almost ice cold. Now, about a month ago, McDonald's went on a big PR blitz saying they had redone their burgers. They put them on new brioche type buns and blah, 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 blah. Brioche buns? Like, oh, for the Big Mac, big fluffier buns. Okay. Uh, and you know I like big buns and I cannot lie. Right. This unhealthy brother can't deny. So I get, uh, you know, we come home. The Big Mac and the fries, fine. Everything, you know, it's what I expect. I like everyone's like a couple times a year I get a craving for a Big Mac. I have nothing but love for the Big Mac. Okay. Uh, the new bun, fine. A little softer, sure. You know, a little, a little fluffier, a little spongier. Um, the rest of the Big Mac, the Big Mac. The fries were fine. Um, Wait, fine. McDonald's fries are pretty clutch. They're they're good, but again, these by the time we got, I got them home, and I don't. I only live, I don't know, ten blocks from McDonald's, but I got caught by a train. Oh right. So by the time I got home, they were kind of cold. You didn't eat them in the car. I I couldn't eat all mine in the car because, uh, you know, Debbie. I you know I had Debbie's order too. Okay. So I didn't want to eat in the car. That's true. That's just me, you know, being me. I don't know what to tell you. So then it's time for the shake. So Debbie and I are both look because now we got these large purple shakes, and they got the whipped cream on top and the whole nine. And we're trying to figure out what they taste like. And we came down to a combination of fruity pebbles and fruit loops is kind of what the purple shake tastes like. Okay. It's crazy sweet. And Debbie, you know, Debbie being a diabetic, drank about a third of it and was like, I can't really drink any more of this. <laughs> um, and then... <laughs> And um, and so I took some of hers, and I drank the whole thing the whole afternoon from, like, 2 to 7. I had the worst stomachache because <laughs> I haven't had – I don't know if I've become lactose intolerant as an old man. I don't know, uh, you know. You're grimace intolerant. I could be grimace intolerant. There it is. There's the grimace's birthday milkshake. Um, if you're looking for it, that's that's the true color. It's a clear cup. It's beautiful. So that's what we got going on there. That's the grimace, the grimace meal. So I fell victim to the hype, Cody. I never, I, not never, but rarely do I fall victim to the hype. I just saw on your uh, Twitter feed, Bret Hart was trending. So I was just making oh, sure. Oh, no, what like, happened with Bret Hart? I don't Is know. Is he alive? Now, random wrestlers will just randomly trend on my Twitter. Twitter's broke. It's stupid. Twitter's it doesn't matter. Broke. You remember our friend Christy, my old produ one of my old producers? Yeah. She was the name Christy was trending on Twitter and she was panicked. She thought she was dead. But then it wasn't I responded. She said it wasn't trending on her husband's Twitter and it wasn't trending on my Twitter. So I said, you're probably still alive. Mm, good call. But who knows? Yeah. I'll, who knows? Uh, I'll have to keep that Grimace shake in mind. Do you have to get the meal? Is it still available? Oh, it just started. Just started yesterday. I was first day. I was straight up. This is how early I was in the process. I pulled up to pay, and the kid behind the window who charged me $32 said, uh, you know what the shake is? And I said, yeah, it's purple, right? And he goes, yeah, do you know what it tastes like or anything? I'm like, you're the one selling it to me. I shouldn't be having it. I said, I was hoping you could tell me. Oh, so, my. No, I haven't had one yet. 
So yeah, Dude. they're brand new, man. You got to go. Yeah. Oh, your your kid would love a purple shake. Uh, we so I'm a McDonald's breakfast uh, fanatic. I will get like if I go to an airport. What's your go to? If I have a morning airport flight and there's not a McDonald's in the airport, I'm furious. I will lose it. Uh, I just sausage egg, uh, sausage egg and cheese McMuffin. I mean, I'll do the sausage egg and cheese McGriddle if I'm feeling like I need a lot of calories, but and it is delicious. But the McMuffin will do. And then I'm a bacon egg and cheese biscuit. That's bacon my, egh, 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 and cheese biscuit. The yeah. coffee's so good. Mm-hmm. Like I yep. love like I will take McDonald's dot coffee app over Dunkin' or Starbucks any day of the week, any day. Um, and actually, I, I got a question. Um, so uh, Dave in the chat said, checking in from Maryland. Hi, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Dave uh, was the re- is a retired postman who used to call us all or, or text us and stuff all the time when we were on overnights. Yeah. So he yeah. said, stay with the basic burgers at McDonald's, use the app and eat cheap. So every time you pull up, the first thing they say is, yep. are you using the app? Are you using the app today? Right. Mm-hmm. Great, great marketing tactic. McDonald's corporate told all the fr- all the franchises they said the first thing they do in the drive through is ask if they're using the app. And that, they didn't like, ask me yesterday for the first time. Oh, that's messed up. Well, they well, were they were hawking these grimace meals. They had to keep moving. That's fair. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> I've been tempted. I wanted to. Does it actually save you money? Like that's. I would like to know if that actually saves you money because I. It sounds like I need to download it, and based on the number of breakfasts I get, it seems like a good idea. See, I don't. I don't get their breakfast enough. If we're going somewhere, like if we're if we're driving somewhere and leaving in the morning, we always get McDonald's for breakfast. You know, if we're on the road, it's always McDonald's for breakfast because you can grab it quick. Um, I can wolf mine down like I've been an escaped convict, and then Debbie and Molly can enjoy theirs while I drive. Um, So I don't go there enough, even for other food, you know, other times of the day that I, you know, because we won't be getting, you know, grimace meals again, so I don't know if I need the app. I have the Jimmy John's app. Which uh, I have a free sandwich coming. Yeah, oh, I have to look. I might, I might need to cash that in pretty soon because we ordered from school, and we had team lunches a couple times, and I had the app. So all of a sudden, it looked like I was ordering a ton of sandwiches, mm. and so I got a free sandwich like the second week. I was like, "Ha ha, smart, sweet, yeah." So now I can get me a free sandwich. Well, uh, all right, I'll, I'll test the app and see how it goes. The reason I knew that Grimace's birthday was this month was because I saw a meme that if you do the math, it looks like he, he was conceived on uh, 9-11. Grimace? Yeah. Wow, who were his parents? Now, I, there was a story I read gave his history. He comes from Grimace Island. Uh, he's got a sister and an aunt and uncle. But it didn't say anything about his parents. Hmm. So his lineage is still in question. And really what he is, other than some sort of monster, is in question two. Interesting. And McDonald's isn't, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if, like, Mary McCheese adopted him, if he was homeless, if he was a feral youth, if he was, like, uh, Lenny in uh, of, Mice, of Mice and Men, and, you know, the Hamburglar just took care of him. I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, what is the what is the canon storyline between, like, is Ronald McDonald friends with Grimace? See, I don't know where Ronald fits into the hierarchy. I think Ronald is like the cool. He, Ronald is like the Bugs Bunny of the McDonald's universe. Uh, but who, uh, who else is there besides Grimace, Hamburger, Mayor and, McCheese? Who is Mayor McCheese? Mayor McCheese runs the whole. He's the he's the mayor. Coach. You just made that up. No, I did not. You just made that up. I, I did not. Fake are you, news. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> this exists. There's Mayor McCheese. There's Grimace. I've, I've there's never Hamburglar. Seen, I've never seen this in my there's life. There's Ronald. There's some bird. 
Isn't there some bird in an aviator hat? McDonald's bird. Oh, the the chick. Um, yeah. Birdie the early bird. I remember her. Yeah, Birdie the early bird. Was that right. like was that like the clown's like wife? Are they furries? Are I, they all furries? Well, no. Uh, the hamburger looks like a person. Mary McCheese has a cheeseburger for a head, well, which is weird. Grimace is just some purple blob. And, um, you know, the bird's a bird. And then there was Mac the Knight, Mac tonight for a while, but he was, he wasn't part of that universe. You know, is he not he, canon? Well, no, he was an advertising gimmick when they were going to stay open late. Huh. So he was Mac tonight. Dude. Yeah. See, how dare you doubt me? As I say to Debbie when we're watching game shows and I'm stunning her with my answers, know what I know. Pat Sajak retiring next year. Dude, I know. everything. Debbie's trying, to, Debbie is trying to spread disinformation to me today. She goes, I read something that he was being forced out. I'm like, what? Where did you read that? She goes, I don't know, somewhere. And I'm looking, is Pat Sajak being forced out? I'm Googling it. I'm not finding anything. I'm like, what kind of disinformation are you trying to spread in the house today? So... I have no idea. I, I don't know. Why would they force him out? Well, he's been making, he's made some comments. He's 72 or 70 something. He's made some comments to contestants allegedly. And he's had his picture taken with Marjorie Taylor green. And I don't know who knows. I can't find any proof from other than Debbie's uh, fertile imagination that this is happening. Are they even taping? Cause the writer's strike. Who wheel of fortune. No, they're they've done it all. What do you mean they've done it all? I mean they're all they're all done until the next season starts, and they won't start the next season until the writer's strike is over. Mm. Or if the writer's strike is over. Whew. Man, we uh well, that was an episode. It is an episode. I feel yeah. good. We did we didn't get to you binge watching uh documentaries, but we'll do that maybe next week. Yeah, let oh. me just say that uh, religion is a scam. Okay. And people um, are dupes. Well, that's a little much, I think. Um mm. But okay. yeah, your last day of school. Congratulations. I'm going to go play Zelda. Uh, I'll I... just tell you, the last day of school was fun. It was nice. Uh, maybe I'll tell you about the kid who was, uh, you know, I'll ask the question again, if it's okay to hate a seven-year-old, uh, dirty kids with uh, possible pinworms and uh, all kinds of stuff. Wow. But yeah, the last day was, the last day was kind of bittersweet because all the kids were, you know, they're all sad. They're they're hugging you. They're telling them they're going to miss you. They're worried about going to second grade. It was very nice. It was very touching. Um, and yeah, so now I, you know, I get to sleep in till eight o'clock. Unless, unless Gidget wakes me up at 630, which she's done every night or every morning. So, but yeah, we're a uh, man. We had a lot. We got a lot in uh, a lot of rage unfueled. I feel like it, this was a cathartic episode, hopefully for you as well. A lot of great comments. Uh, so thank you for listening. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for watching. Uh, I don't know, Cody, what else do we thank people for? Or tell them to do. You turned your mic off. Oh, I did. If you're on, <laughs> if you're listening to this on Apple podcasts, just like pull up the reality is made very page. Just like tap on our show name and just tap review five stars. You don't have to write anything. You literally just tap the five star button and it's like, you know, we would appreciate it if you, if you did that. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's like kind of good for organic growth. Like no one's, it doesn't like improve our searchability. It's not like the algorithms are going to like rate us higher, but like, you know, if I'm browsing around podcasts and I see one has a bunch of five star ratings, like that might listen to it. Yeah. 
you know, so please do that. Uh, and and anyway, we, we do appreciate that. We, yeah, you know, we do. We don't lot. take it for granted. A lot. And you can do it on Spotify as well. Their, their rating and review system's not as robust, but you should be able to give us five stars there as well. On mobile, they're like, yeah, Spotify is weird. You can only review on mobile. It's like weird. But maybe we'll post links on the Twitter and Facebook pages. I can post some instructions there this yeah, week. Yeah, that would be Sounds terrific. Great. Thanks, Marta, for the suggestion. Thanks, That's a good, good idea. idea. All yeah. right, well, we'll be back next week, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm actually off uh, next Monday. Are we doing next Monday? Yeah, we're back to okay. regular schedule unless you got something you got to do. Well, I'm off work that day because it's Juneteenth. Oh, or in okay. in, in, in commemorating celebrating Juneteenth. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the right. Um, what's it called? Uh, observed, observed. Yes. Okay. Um, oh yeah, Debbie's off that day too. Yeah. So, but whatever. We do this at night, so we'll just do it. Right. Your Juneteenth barbecue will be over by then, won't it? Probably. All right. Well, if not, let me know. I'm going to sit yeah. and do a whole lot of nothing next weekend. Nice. Oh, Good and that's you. not true. My cousin's wedding is Saturday. I'm in it. But after that, uh, I'm doing a whole lot of nothing set on Sunday and Monday. Good. As you shouldn't. Sometimes you need a break. That's Sometimes true. you need to do nothing. You hang out with the kids and the wife. You get high. You watch old 80s movies, 90s I play, movies. 90s. I play The Legend of Zelda, uh, Tears of the Kingdom for 10 hours. Like I, did I will tell Sunday. you, I watched the Conor McGregor four-part uh, docuseries on Netflix. That was pretty good. Really? Yeah. I don't think about it. He's goofy. I'll tell you the other ones. You'll like those. All right. I'm done. I'm 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 worn out. Yeah, we got to go. I got to play Zelda. All okay, right. bye. <laughs> Not like the Odyssey.